0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kappler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This
1: is Growing in Grace. Hey, it's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler uh, with me here. Uh, getting ready, it's our weekly discussion. Yay man, it's just all casual here. Um, uh, nothing too deep about the grace of God, his unconditional love. You know, we're gonna be talking about that today, that very uh subject, if you would uh if you if you want to term it that way, the subject of God's love, his unconditional love. In relation to uh something that we would perhaps say would might be the opposite of that, fear. And we'll get into this and, and see and see where it all leads. Hey, Cap, how you doing this week?
0: Hey, Joel, thanks. Yeah, doing okay. Uh, looking forward to our, our programs. Uh, I, I don't know how many we'll be doing on this, but Fear and Love. Uh I had some thoughts going through my head on this, and let's just see how it all comes out because <laughs> this isn't to be taken lightly. This is important stuff. Not that other programs we talk about aren't important. They are it's just that you know we're just we're just trying to teach the ABC's here you know and for those of you who have listened to our programs for a while you know it it seems like pretty simple stuff but we still collectively sometimes we we as uh, as the people of God we have a hard time getting some of the ABC's sometimes mm-hmm. and and uh, building off the right foundation especially when it comes to understanding our identity in Christ who we already are And I think a big part of that is what we're going to talk about today, fear and love. You know, Joel, we'll probably read this more than once, but I love this translation. I don't read the Living Bible really much anymore like I did when I was a child. I used to read it quite a bit when I was growing up, uh, like in elementary school, junior high. But there's a a verse I love out of 1 John 4.18 in the Living Bible. It says, we need have no fear of someone who loves us perfectly. His perfect love for us eliminates all dread of what he might do to us. If we are afraid, it is for fear of what he might do to us and shows us that we are not fully convinced that he really loves us. And, and I don't think we can talk about God's love without first addressing the problem of fear. Uh, hundreds of times in the Bible, from cover to cover, either God or an angel tells us not to fear. And when Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was crucified, What did he say? He said, fear not. Uh, There should be no fear in the heart of a believer. And there should only be a a sort of a revelation, a deeper, powerful realization of of being loved and accepted by God the Father. That's what we should be entrenched in.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He set us free to be free you know uh, when we, when we go back to the garden and maybe we'll talk more about this you know one of the first things that happened when adam and eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil they went and hid uh, they were basically afraid of what god uh, was thinking of them and and what they had done you know one of the reasons jesus came was was to say hey you don't need to be afraid of god you're not, we weren't created To live in fear of god we weren't uh, that is to be afraid of god of course there's that other definition of the word fear awe and reverence that's something different than what we're talking about here we're talking about being afraid we're not meant to be afraid of god god does not want us to be afraid of him and if we live with that type of fear being afraid of god the one who's passionately pursuing us with his unconditional love then we won't understand that love. We won't understand that 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 the perfect love that God has for us, and and the fact that He is love, and that He wants us to walk in that love and and not in fear.
0: Yeah, let, let's talk about the garden because that that is where where fear really started. Uh, Genesis three eight, I think one of the uh, one of the more depressing or saddest verses in the in the entire Bible. Uh, speaking of Adam and Eve, they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. I think it's interesting. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. I don't know how much time took place between the creation of of Adam and Eve and this particular time. I don't know how much time elapsed. I guess I've never really studied it. I'm not sure if anybody does know. But here God was initiating a visit with Adam and his wife. And for the first time, they didn't respond. They hid from God and so from that day until now man has continued to run from God's invitation. Man often refuses to draw near and experience relationship with God. Genesis 3.9 the next verse, and the Lord God called unto Adam and said, where are you? Where art thou? And there is every indication, I don't really, I'm I'm not a scholar of original Hebrew or Greek language, But I read one time, there's every indication from the original language uh, language that when, when God called, it meant he called to make peace. Where are you? God wanted peace. Adam assumed that God called for judgment. And that's why he was hiding. He was afraid. And many today still assume that. They still assume when God is calling out to make peace, they still assume he is calling out for judgment today. And so that's what happened. So Adam... and and his wife uh, had always been naked before this time uh, and and before God for that matter and Adam determined at this point that that God should not see him naked so they made a covering as we know out of fig leaves and uh, so when God came looking for Adam in the garden um, Adam didn't think he could stand before God Uh, he did what he thought would make him acceptable he put on fig leaves Um, and he missed the point like we usually do today God, now listen carefully now. If God did not want fellowship or relationship with Adam, even at this time, he would not have come into the garden looking for him. Mm-hmm. Remember that. <laughs> even after the failure, God was still reaching out, wanting to make peace. And uh, man hid. And so often we don't accept the reality that, even today, thinking, ba- re- relating the, the garden experience to, to uh what happened with Jesus at the cross, we often today don't accept the fact that God pursued us in Jesus Christ and that he has made us acceptable, that he today wants a relationship so much that he has done everything uh, within his power to make this relationship possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Being afraid of God was never his intention. And, and as you're saying, you know, he wouldn't have pursued Adam and Eve if if he wanted them to be afraid if he was coming to judge them and and i think that's a common misconception in the, in the world both uh in the christian world in in the religious world so to speak and in the non-christian world and you know people who think of god think of him as one who is a harsh taskmaster and uh, maybe uh, next week i'll i'll uh, share something from the parable of the talents where the the wicked and lazy servant uh, that was his that was his view of god he thought god was he thought the master was was a harsh master and that's not what god is and so when the world and and especially when christians have this view of god that he's some harsh judge who's coming after them to judge them then they're going to live in fear and it's a faulty view of God. It's it's not the view that God wants us to have of him. You know, his perfect love is supposed to cast out all fear. You know, there's nothing about God that is supposed to make us afraid of him. He has proved to us in sending Jesus to the cross that, you know, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He has shown us that he passionately loves us. He's not sitting there with a lightning bolt waiting to get us. He's not there pursuing us uh, because he wants to have some sort of vengeance or retribution for the things we've done but living in god is supposed to be a free thing it's supposed to be a thing where we understand his unconditional love for us and so hopefully that's the view you know as we share here week by week on growing in grace and as uh, in our daily lives we go about getting to know god better Getting to know him, uh, just who he is, and who we are in him. Hopefully, we'll grasp this thing that you know. It's probably it's something that's not that we will never fully grasp in this life. But his intention is never for us to hide from him. But rather, no matter what we've done, and no matter what we're going through, uh, his perfect love should cast out all fear, all fear of judgment, all fear of. anything that you know that that we would think that God would be against us for because he's never against us he's always for us
0: and that's absolutely right we'll be talking more about that I'm sure in the very near future but fear is the one thing that um, will, will hinder a relationship more than anything else and so having fear in a relationship with God it, it, it's gonna be a problem for you to be able to relate to him in the way that he wants you to be able to uh, you'll never be able to be honest with someone If you fear how they're going to respond to you, you're never going to be able to to be honest with them. You'll be too busy trying to cover your own faults, trying to develop that relationship. Fear being that first emotion with with Adam and Eve in the garden. Um, And why do we fear? Why do we fear God? Why are we afraid of Him sometimes? Usually it's because we're afraid that uh, we'll be unacceptable to Him, that He will not approve of us. We're afraid that if we uh, somehow do not measure up that He'll find fault in us and punish us. And a lot of that comes from the fact that we don't understand our identity. We don't believe that we're righteous. But something else you said, too, about God being the angry taskmaster, Joel. Um, Take a look at Jesus. And I know I'm, I'm repeating myself from past programs. But Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. God's character was revealed in Jesus Christ when he was a man walking on the earth. He was the exact representation of God. And certainly God, the Father, would not relate to us in any way contrary with Jesus' life and, and his ministry. So, for example, when Jesus confronted the, uh, the adulteress, the woman caught in the act of adultery, first of all, she was caught in the act of adultery. I've always wondered, where, where's the guy in this thing? He, mm-hmm. he, he never appears in this story. He was probably a Pharisee. He was probably Joel. He was probably one of the guys holding a stone, getting ready to kill her. Probably, uh, probably cried rape or something. I don't know. She, she was caught well in been. the act. Yet Jesus didn't judge her. Um, but somehow we insist that god is angry and fault-finding mm-hmm. um, And why why do we think that maybe because it's a convenient way to control others but uh... jesus didn't judge her and he doesn't judge you today jesus was the one who was judged not you and i and so this is good news We're going to work on purging out the fear so that you can flow in a love relationship with God. And it may take some programs to cover some of this.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, You know, a love relationship, ending with on that note, that's really what it's all about. That's what life in Christ is all about. You know, I I, uh, posted a blog post one time, (laughs) and it was the shortest blog post I've ever done, but it was the the one that got the most comments. I simply, as the title, I wrote, uh, Love or I said sanctification is the living out of a love affair and then in the content of the blog I wrote isn't it and I got all kinds of responses to that but really that's you know for, you know not getting into the word sanctification here that's for another time but just the whole Purpose of our life in Christ. It's the ongoing daily living out of a of a love relationship. That's what God's place in our life is. It's 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 He is we're the object of His love, and He is to be the object of our love. It's reciprocal, it's uh, it's a response that that we have to His love and and how, again, how are we going to respond to His love with, with love if we think that he is to be feared if 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 we're to be afraid of him how in the world are we going to be uh, respond to him with love so we'll talk more about this next week on growing in grace in the meantime don't forget to check out some of our past programs all 200 plus of them are archived over there at graceroots.org thanks for being with us more about fear versus love next week on growing in grace
0: this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel briseke heard weekly on GraceWalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.